0: Hello and welcome to Hide and Speak with me, Matt Saxon. It's lovely to be back with a new episode for you and I do apologise that the gap between episode 10 and this episode has been so long. I think it was initially supposed to be one or two months and it's ended up being like 10 or 11 months, but it's with good reason. I've been really busy writing and recording and releasing and playing shows with my band The Early Purple, Um which I've been really enjoying getting back into the swing of things with, you know. Um, but also I've been recording episodes for this podcast. This new this new batch, season two is kind of what I'm calling it. Um, and the guests, I can't reveal it right now, but the guests are tremendous. And I can't wait to share them. And it all starts with today's guest, Brooke Bentham. We recorded this one in... October last year, I think it was like the 31st of October, like Halloween day or something. Um, Brooke came up from London for a few days to spend time with her family and she was really, really kind to to spend some um, hours with me in the Birdhide chatting about her music and what she's been up to. A little bit about Brooke, she's from South Shields, but she's based in London. Um, in 2020, she released her debut album, Everyday Nothing, which is brilliant. Go and listen to it now if you haven't already. And she's now back with her new EP, Caring, which features tracks over and over and let go. She's also playing a show on April 12th in London at St. Pancras Church. Um, Tickets are available. Go grab them now. I'll chat with you at the end of the podcast. But for now, I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Episode 11 with Brooke Bentham. It's like like what I did yesterday on social media. I was like, I've got an announcement to make on Monday. So then <laughs> I was like, it's an announcement of an announcement, basically.
1: It's just what you have to do nowadays, so, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's only so many ways you can say something's coming this week.
0: I know, but then when Monday comes and I'm making the announcement, it's like a week and a half away <laughs> when it's to release a single, and then I'm. It just feels so weird. Yeah. So while well, I saw this meme and I posted it online, it was brilliant, it was something along the lines of, um, you've got sleep paralysis, but it's not like a demon, it's, it's an up and coming emerging artist saying <laughs> something, com- something coming next week, <laughs> something coming soon.
1: <laughs> Bless, we're all just trapped. I know. It's like, it's the fact that you now have to announce the single and announce and like get everyone to pre-save the single before it actually comes out.
0: Do people even pre-save?
1: You get a few pre-saves, amazingly.
0: How but can you see that somebody's pre-saving? Because I...
1: I don't know. My manager just told me that I'd had a few pre-saves. But um, I when I don't know about you, but whenever I've gone to pre-save someone else's, it never works. Like, you've got to get log into Spotify and stuff, and I'm like, I can't remember my login details.
0: My Spotify is hooked up with Facebook, right? Right. And I signed up to Facebook. <laughs> 15 years ago or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I can't remember what my password is it's no, just it's, luckily just
1: always yeah. You know, it's just
0: luckily like it, it's in my computer so whenever I do log into Facebook it just lets us in yeah. but yeah trying to trying to pre-save so I feel I always feel really bad because being an artist myself I, I like to know how important it is to <laughs> do a pre-save <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I try to do it I really do try to do it yeah but, um, it just never works and I've and I, a couple of days ago, um... Oh, whose was it? Might have even been yours, you know. But I made the effort to sort it out so that I can do it now. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're you releasing some new music soon, aren't you? I am, yeah. How's that all going?
1: It's all right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm at such a place with music now that I'm just chilling. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just letting it happen. Good. Um... I don't know yeah it's like I still want to put music out and stuff like that but I I don't know yeah it's it's fine it's good.
0: Are you a little bit disheartened by it all at the minute or something?
1: I mean I was for the past couple of years and then it gets to a point where you're like well if I don't do it then it's never going to happen and like I've Mm -hmm. kind of shaped my whole life around music so then if I don't do it what do you do? Do you know what I mean? So I'm now just kind of getting back into it and just dipping my toes back in, really.
0: Nice. So it's starting with a new single that you're releasing. Um, Well, probably by the time the podcast comes out, it'll be out. Yeah, um, 2nd of November. 2nd of November. Over and over.
1: Over and over, yeah.
0: I did listen to it, and I yeah. think it's really good. Thank you. Um,
1: It's quite different from the my last album, I think. Well, it's
0: like... You don't want to do the same thing again, do you? No, yeah. So it's always good to make a progression. Mm. So. And
1: I, I think, especially like when we d- we did do those shows with Sam, and when I was like playing the album songs, I was like, God, this is a bit drab. Do you know what I mean? Like, compared to like when you see Sam playing these shows. So I was like, I want to do something that's actually going to be more fun to play live as well, mm-hmm. which I think is what has come out in this new single that's coming out.
0: So what have you had like a rejig of the like personnel or, or is it the same kind of same uh, kind of band?
1: Well, I haven't got a label this time around, so that's a new thing.
0: Oh, so you're doing it all yourself. Yeah. Nice. So that's
1: a new thing that I'm kind of working out, which is mm-hmm. so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but I have also like I've been working with a um, producer called Patrick J. Pearson. Mm-hmm. Um And that's at, like, we we've been recorded at this, like, countryside studio in Devon, and it was just, like, a really beautiful place. Um, So that was new as well, like, not working with Bill, who I did the album with, Bill Ryder-Jones.
0: Bill Ryder-Jones, yeah. Um,
1: But still all good with Bill. I'm doing some writing with him next month. Um, Nice. Yeah.
0: So what's the relationship with you and Bill? Because it was... He worked on the the debut album with you, didn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, what is the relationship how did that, between how, me? I'm really
0: curious how that came about. You probably heard it all the time, yeah, from people. But I'm just wondering how uh, that came about.
1: Well, I Cause he's
0: a legend, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't did really, you not know, really know know him. Um, <laughs> I we had like a list of producers that we could we thinking about for the album, and um. I think up to then I I hadn't quite known what I wanted my sound to be and I know Mm -hmm. I kind of knew the music that I liked and then when someone suggested Bill I kind of like delved into his background and um, yeah we met for like a a day or something and we did some writing together and then we just really hit it off and I just like I really like Bill he's such a lovely guy Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he's an incredible guitarist like anything that you could think of that you want doing do he'll just do it and we have quite similar music tastes so he was yeah um he was just perfect really in that sense and then yeah we did, we just ended up doing the whole album together
0: amazing mm. i remember seeing that that you were working with him i was like what that's so cool like <laughs> yeah cuz i wondered where he went after you left the coral yeah, yeah. And it turns out he's gone into like the production side of things. Yeah, yeah. But um, I remember like, oh god, I saw the coral before there were like the coral. You know, um, at Newcastle University, probably like two thousand and one or two or something oh like that. Oh my god, really? And he was just a kid there. He's not much older than me, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. not, he's like probably about the same age. But uh, I remember like watching the coral and just thinking, how have they got. A young lad on, on he must be really fucking good if they've got a tiny kid yeah, playing guitar.
1: Yeah. He was tiny back then, wasn't he? Hmm. But um Yeah, he's uh
0: So where's his studio based? Is it like
1: It's in West Kirby, like in the World. Okay. So we're not far from Liverpool. But um I see. It's like it's like it's kinda of converted. I mean, it's, I was going to say garage, but it's much better than a garage. Yeah, it's yeah. like a couple of floors and it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went over and just stayed there for like, I think like three weeks or something, for a month and we did most of the album.
0: Man, that's a dream that.
1: It was a dream. It was quite hard work as well though, like just the two of us mm. working on it every single day. It was like... by the end of it we were like does this even sound any good
0: (laughs) do you know what i mean but it did work out in the end exactly what you mean yeah
1: yeah
0: i'm like that with just one day in the studio man like by the end of it i'm just like so exhausted you forget how much hard work it is yeah recording a tune yeah and then obviously your performance has got to be on point but you've got to be like so concentrated at the same time like i don't know your ears need to be yeah. On point too, making sure that everything sounds good.
1: Yeah. It's a but it, it is unreal when you get to that point when something does click and you're like, Oh my god, this sounds this sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks very much for being here for Starters. Yeah. Thanks for having us. It's uh, it's wonderful to meet you. I've never met you before and I feel like I really should have because <laughs> yeah. of all the I... mutual friends and stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's um it's really nice to have you and what we haven't mentioned yet is that we're sat in a bird hide mm. in Northumberland and um one thing I like to do is get the guests to kind of describe where we are what they're seeing and um what they're hearing as well so over to you Brooke
1: um so I'm looking at some is it like would you call this a lake
0: It's a pond
1: It's a pond
0: yeah, it's, it's a big, big pond. Big old pond. But yeah. Well it's it's called Hollywell Pond.
1: Right. Um okay, so we're looking at a pond. We've got some ducks in front of her. And to my left I've got some trees with some bird feeders on. And there's a few tits that have been coming on by. And um Can't hear much except for some sort of what do you think's making that noise
0: that little book yeah i think it's probably a Moorhen. <laughs> yeah it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty wet what month is it october it's october yeah month Just uh, about. An october day saturday mid afternoon it's um yeah it's pretty miserable but it was raining before and it was making a really nice kind of a s m. r sound Mm. on the on the pond lovely and um
1: are you into ASMR
0: um <laughs> I, d- I don't know really <laughs> I've like I think I've kind of learned how to enjoy it yeah because it's kind of been getting like rammed down everybody's throats mm-hmm. on social media um I remember when I first discovered it and well kind of heard what this category was ASMR I've forgotten what it stands for Yeah. Audio something i don't know
1: yeah i've got no idea
0: and I, I was reading like the description of what it does to you and i remember reading it and just being like i, I mean i've had that feeling before but what it,
1: what it does to you what do you mean as in like
0: asmr yeah like it. it's it, it's
1: like re- relaxing
0: um well apart from it being relaxing it kind of it does something to the to the brain where like it sends some people get like shivers and like lovely sensations going down their back, and all sorts. It's, it's a re- yeah, wow. If uh, I've never had that before, if they're really sensitive to it, yeah, that's but, um, mad. Yeah, it? I remember reading this and thinking, eh, what the fuck, like, <laughs> what are people on about? And then very recently, I was watching this video of this guy with a bar of soap cutting this bar oh, of soap. Oh, yeah. And I just started like, <laughs> like tingling all over. I was like, oh, is that is that what they're on about?
1: Oh, my um, God.
0: So I'm assuming that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And if that is what it is, then, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah and I've, I definitely get it now.
1: I remember when it first started and it was just like YouTube videos of people just like whispering into the mouth. Ma- that that was horrible, to be honest. Ma- yeah,
0: it's pretty creepy sounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I suppose... People are like they don't see it like that, they just see it like the sensory kind of pleasure that they get from it. The tippy tapping of someone's long acrylic nails on the microphone and Yeah. And mm-hmm. the whispery voice and the scratchy noises and stuff like that. But yeah. I really like the ones where they're cutting up bars of soap, but they're like dicing it really fine and then they like like peel it back with a Stanley blade. Yeah. And it just all like goes. Yeah, Ooh, it's really nice.
1: There's like, um, yeah. I've recently got into TikTok
0: mm-hmm. at
1: 26, and um, there's videos of I'm, like...
0: I'm into it as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 10 years old. I was, than you. I was
1: late at the party, but I'm obsessed yeah, with it too. now. <laughs> but, um, have you seen the videos of like the hydraulic machines where they're like
0: mm-hmm.
1: crushing certain things and people are like smash or passing it? Yeah, and those are really satisfying. They are I really think.
0: satisfying. There's an account that keeps popping up on my For You page where it's um. A group of ladies are doing like interpretive dance to those <laughs> videos. So uh,
1: this is why I love TikTok. Like I'm yeah. obsessed
0: with it. <laughs> yeah. How, so how long have you been using TikTok? I'm curious.
1: <laughs> um, I think maybe like two, three months. Okay. I'm still right. In the early so you're stages, still in the honeymoon period
0: of, of TikTok, right? Just you fucking wait. <laughs> it gets horrible after a little while. I've and had, it's I've, just had like...
1: I've had to delete it deleted a couple of times because there's. Been points on the day where I've been scrolling for two hours straight and I'm like, this cannot be good for me. Yeah. It's bad, isn't um, it? It's it's so easy to do as well. Like, just watching your life go by.
0: Yeah. But, um, funny though. I need to delete TikTok (laughs) because what did I see? I saw something horrible. For starters, like, there's there's loads of accounts which are doing like crime footage, like body cam footage and stuff like that. mm -hmm. That can be pretty grim. Yeah um but the the kind of like the final straw for me was I woke up looked at my phone straight away first mistake yeah um scrolling on TikTok and then the video was <laughs> oh no it was it was a, a 999 call of an old lady who had just been burgled she caught the people robbing her and they ran out the house and she was um <laughs> She basically had a heart attack and died on the phone. <gasps> I didn't listen to the whole thing because I was looking at the comments, reading what was going on, and there was loads of people like saying, oh, RIP, this is horrible, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, is it was set to a graphic of oh, God. someone jumping around on Minecraft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just so, can't deal with it, man. I,
0: it's, I think the tactic of people on TikTok is to put like like, mundane kind of stories or whatever. Yeah. Like, audio so- stories, somebody telling you it or whatever. Reddit voice, the the, yeah. the voice of, like, an AI reading Reddit posts. Yeah. But then the graphic is, like, a Minecraft video. Something engaging. Or, like, a silly kind of, like, um, iPhone game or something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was just like, I've got to get off TikTok now because now I'm depressed yeah, for man. the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> I had a similar one that was, like... Um, See, like na- na- again, like with the crime stuff, I know so much more than I would have known before. Mm-hmm. Um there was like a audio of this girl and her dad hiking in America and they got eaten by bears and there's audio oh, wow. there's audio of the girl speaking to her mom on the phone while she's being eaten by this bear and it's okay. absolutely horrendous. I was yeah, like, that's, like, how is this okay?
0: That's not good. I mean
1: but no, I'll never go near a bear.
0: So, yeah, I did see some footage the other day of a guy fighting a bear off. That was quite impressive, actually. Mm. But you know, you do see some pretty like. I was speaking to you earlier about sense of humor, and yeah. this is kind of um, what I'm talking about. My sense of humor is so, um, it's it's been like, it's been, I don't know, channeled <laughs> into like social media quick fucking bursts yeah. of dopamine, you know. It's
1: like meme humour, isn't it? I'm yeah, just yeah, such a like, so... sucker for meme humour now.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a little duckling in the reeds there. You, it's pretty well camouflaged, but if you, if you focus closely, right where the water meets the... Oh, Of course he's just still like
1: Over there Or here
0: Like the bottom of these reeds So the root of the reeds Can you see closest to us The big reeds I've
1: got a big old bush in front of me So I can't
0: Oh no it's further back than that um, So one of the Exciting parts of bird watching Is when you're watching with, your, with a friend or something Is um, <laughs> Like trying to tell them Where you're seeing something
1: <laughs> Yeah So Oh ha- wait is it over there Yes Yes yeah, so Oh hey. look
0: I was trying to find a reference point, but I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't find one.
1: Reeds was pretty vague.
0: Well, I mean, there's probably <laughs> a million reeds around us, so, I mean, <laughs> I don't blame you. Do you know,
1: like, what all the different types of duck are? Or do you just say, there's a duck?
0: Um, I, I know the most, like, kind of common ones. So um, do you know what those are? So right in front of her, we have one, two, three, four, five mallards. Ooh. Three males and two females. Um,
1: That's pretty impressive, you know.
0: Well, the females um, are the the kind of brown, less flamboyant looking ones. Yeah, and the male ones are the ones with the green heads, the jazzy colours. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was saying, I was like, I was staying at a cabin earlier in the week, and mm. there were some ducks there, and they just they were the funniest. Like things ever because they just all walk... they'd always walk in a line <laughs> and like follow each other and yeah. like to the point where like they'd get into the lake and they'd just like drop in yeah, one after really another. Cute.
0: So tell me about this cabin because it sounds pretty dreamy. What, what were, you, were you working there or were you just kind of on a holiday?
1: Um, well, I went because um, I've had such a like busy year, I was like, let me just. Go and stay in a cabin for a couple of days, and I'll do some writing and kind nice. of get get back into it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a really nice cabin. It was like, it was like an hour and a half out of London. It was like in near, uh, Tunbridge Wells, mm-hmm. which, to be honest, depressed us because I was like, I was driving through and I was like, oh, this is just going to be a tory's back garden isn't it <laughs> and uh, and uh, i got there and it was pretty much like a tory's back garden mm-hmm. but i had a lovely time that way yeah um it was it was like this little cabin in front of this big lake and um i didn't have any wi-fi so i just um i basically just wrote for two days yeah and it was really nice
0: yeah. it's like i'm really curious to to find out why uh, how people kind of you know, Mm. get a song together. So what's your kind of, your strategy that you go for or do you do?
1: Yeah, I don't really have a good strategy at the minute. I feel like I, because I'm not the best guitarist in the world and I tend to write just with a guitar and like sing along to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I'll kind of write me, write some words out, write some lyrics out and think about them first and then try and put that to a song.
0: That's I think, a good way to do it.
1: Yeah, it is. But I think once you've kind of hit a wall with a guitar, you end up just playing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on that sense, I haven't really found a way out of it, to be honest. I, th- I, I do tend to start like playing other people's songs for a bit to try and get some new chord inspiration.
0: Who who would you go for?
1: <sighs> At the minute, I'm going for a lot of Alex G. <laughs> um, who? Alex G. You never heard Alex G? Alex G? Yeah
0: what like like alexander
1: no like it's called alex well it's like the band name is alex she really good he's just put a new album out
0: i don't know i feel slightly uh, yeah, stupid <laughs> you're you're
1: missing out man he's oh, on yeah. he's on domino um and he's just released an album called God Bless the Animals i think alex But G. he's okay. a- amazing he's one of my favorites um it's a bit weird mm-hmm. but it's it's like kind of weird Indie rock, I'd say. Okay.
0: Um.
1: So I tend to play a lot of that. And then I try to play stuff that um I wouldn't go for normally. That's like something that isn't simple, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Jessica Pratt?
0: I've heard of Jessica Pratt. So I don't she, know the yeah, music though.
1: She does a lot of like folky kind of stuff. And she has quite interesting chords. So I'll mm-hmm. sometimes go for that as well. But that's why I kind of love writing with Bill. Because bill will come up with this amazing guitar part and then i'll be like fantastic mm. like he can play like two chords and i'll be like that's a song right there do yeah. you know what i mean and then you can be doing it on your own for so long and still not have anything yeah sometimes i think just working with someone else that is in the same kind of world as you is mm-hmm. really helpful
0: oh nice mm. yeah i find um where i trip up is um lyrics i'm really bad at writing lyrics
1: yeah I've had that recently, as well,
0: yeah, just like writing enough of them i don't I don't think I'm terrible at writing lyrics, I just don't write enough of them, mm, and then, as a result, I get like these half finished songs, yeah, and it just frustrates the hell out of me because if you sit on, there's a rat, where it's worth letting the listeners know that, um there's loads of rats around mm Brooke has bought the London Rat up with her, <laughs> and, apparently uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's mad because, like, I've been coming to this bird hide for years and I've never seen rats here. Really? Never. No.
1: Oh, my God, there's a lot of rats then, if there's not normally. I've seen at least, like, six today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty amazed myself. Um, wow, that's
1: actually crazy.
0: But also, I've never seen a kingfisher either, so... <laughs> but, yeah...
1: I mean, I've not seen most of the things that I've seen today, so you I'm know already what you doing well. You probably
0: have, but Just haven't actually not knowing the name them. of them and being able to recognise them. I find with bird watching as soon as you kind of learn a few names and learn, like, the learn how to recognise certain birds, like, mm. opens your mind to a uh, opens your eyes to it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So your bird knowledge, you were saying, is pretty amateur at the minute, is it?
1: Pretty amateur, yeah. I was saying we've got Um, there's in my back garden, I mean, I don't have a back garden, but towards the back of my house, there's loads of trees and, um, there's a lot of parakeets that hang out there (laughs) and we get them, we get like 10 on a tree, I think every day.
0: I find that weird about down South because they're everywhere and they're kind of nowhere around here. Yeah. You do see them a little bit, but I think they're like, there's an abundance of them down South, isn't there?
1: Yeah. We get like parakeets and we get magpies as well.
0: Old magpies reminding you of home. Oh,
1: well, it was lovely when I first got to London. I was like, oh, look at all the magpies, and now I'm like, mm-hmm. when they're just like, I can't even like imitate the noise that they do. They're like,
0: like that <laughs> right there.
1: Yeah. That's not. That's not even what they do in London, though. No. Are they, are they more They'll, cockney? They, they do like a Oi. extended <laughs> version <laughs> just for me. You fucking mad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe yeah. it's like a different... Yeah, as you say, maybe it's a southern magpie. But either way, I find them quite jarring now.
0: So you're releasing this single on the 2nd of November. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's called Over and Over. Um, yeah. What's the... How's how's this song came about and what's, what, what is it about? And what is it about? Is it, is it leading on to an EP or an album or...? further singles haven't officially
1: announced it yet but we it's going to be part of an ep out kind of um, early-ish next year Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of i don't know how it got started at the start of the year in january i did a songwriting course with um do you know robin pecknell oh my god
0: i saw that i saw that you were doing that and i was like shit i wish i had same. yeah how was that i do want to talk about that a lot. unreal
1: i've just signed up for another one with um phil Elverum of like the microphones mount eerie mm,
0: nice um
1: but it was really good yeah it, it, i don't i didn't really know what to expect to be honest it was like four lessons every sunday and then you'd have a lesson in the middle of the week to share the songs that you'd written that week terrifying it was quite intense um and there was like a discord that he was part of mm-hmm. and like once you put your songs up and stuff he was giving you feedback on the songs and um,
0: Robin Pecknell giving you feedback on yeah, your songs.
1: It was kind of crazy, but it was good because, like, when you're stuck with songwriting, it it lets you start again, if you know what I mean. Because it's such a lovely community, because there's. I, I don't really have that in London. I don't really have, like, a songwriting community. And mm-hmm. having people from all different backgrounds of, like, all different levels of songwriting as well, it was just really nice to be in a kind of that environment where everyone was kind of at the same level and doing the same thing and just seeing mm. what came out of it.
0: So how many people were in the class? Oh my God, there was hundreds. Really? Yeah. And you all shared your music?
1: Yeah, but, but it's kind of difficult because I think there was 700 in my class. What? So it's all on zoom. Yeah. Um, and then they do another evening class cause it's from people all around the world. So you uh-huh. have to do the time zones.
0: Of course. Yeah.
1: And, um, And then they have this website where you upload your songs and you can post it in the Discord and be like, hey, guys, just done my homework. And
0: then, then,
1: which is what I did. And then um, Robin replied to it and had listened to it and stuff. So the song that came directly out of that is going to be the next single
0: after this one. Amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, so... It's a good little story.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then it kind of just got me writing from there. And then I wrote over and over because I was like what has kind of kept me saying over the last couple of years where everything else feels like it's going wrong. Do you know what I mean? And, like, when Mm -hmm. you can just... I feel like if you go on, like, a little road trip or you escape somewhere, it lets you, like, get away from real life for a bit. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to write something that sounded like that feeling.
0: Nice.
1: Um, And it's super simple as well. Like, it's a simple song, but I, I felt like I needed to do that after... Yeah. Having a couple of years where I didn't really know what I was doing, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I really I really enjoyed the uh, music video as well. And when you mentioned it, it was like a, like a road trip kind of thing, that's mm. what the music video is centred around. Yeah, it's um, very
1: personal. <laughs> music yeah,
0: video. I like the uh, DIY approach. Um, yeah. It's very nice and um, it looks like you've gone abroad somewhere. I want to say Italy, is it Italy? Yeah, I went to Lake Como. I was going to say it looked like the lakes in Italy. Um, yeah. Yeah, lush place, isn't it?
1: So nice, mm. yeah. It's, do you know what the crazy thing about Lake Como was? It's like just getting in for a swim and then coming out and being completely clean.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like you know when you go in the sea and you come out and you're just full of salt. Yeah. It's like it, it was crazy. Like you just don't even feel like you've been you for mean, a swim.
0: Yeah. So did you Did you go with your band?
1: No, no. Was I just you... went with Henry, me partner. Ah,
0: right, okay. I thought I saw some other people in the video I wasn't sure if they were in Italy as well Well the um, the,
1: the general vibe was trying to go for All the different places that I escaped to when, mm-hmm. So I had a few different places in there But because yeah. Italy is so beautiful That did take up the majority of the video to be honest Nice But yeah there were some, some shots in like Cardiff uh-huh. Some just in my house, in my flat And uh, just wandering
0: about when I was in, la- in the lakes, I went to Lake Garda.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, I've did been you there.
0: Do, Did you do that one?
1: I, I've been there when I was little, but I yeah. didn't go
0: there this time. And I set up a tent, like, f- like f- where we are here to the water's edge and stayed there for a couple of nights. And I remember this one time, I kind of walked towards the water to get in and there was a snake <sighs> in the water just, like, looking at me.
1: No, no way. I was no like, okay, way.
0: I don't think I'm going to get in.
1: <laughs> I didn't know like they had a, snakes in Italy. yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Loads of snakes in Italy. You no, didn't know this. I'm
1: very glad I didn't know that when I was swimming in <laughs> <You laughs> it. Como, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there'll be snakes in Lake Como for sure. There's big fuckers. Oh, well, oh my god, know. I'm
1: so glad I yeah, didn't harmless. speak to you before. They, they won't,
0: they won't come up to you and, and and they won't come and bite you or anything, right? Um, you know, they'll they'll.
1: They're not like Australian poisonous snakes.
0: No, I suppose the best thing is that you. You didn't know about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I must say, I'm really glad. I definitely wouldn't have got in. That was also the great thing about a lake, as well as like no jellyfish. You'd mm, pretty I much hate
0: jellyfish in, in the sea. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? I'd probably go swimming in, in the sea way more.
1: Yeah, definitely if there wasn't same. Jellyfish there. Although I feel like this past summer, oh, there's another rat.
0: Um, <laughs> They're so funny.
1: I know, yeah. I um This past summer, I feel like I've really conquered my fear of just getting in the sea. Yeah, because like I've, I've, for the past few years, especially being from the north, like you don't really ever want to get in the North Sea. Yeah. Either, but
0: although lately, as soon as this bloody Wim Hof character jumped on the scene, <laughs> every fucker's jumping in the North Sea now. And really, yeah, be, it's ridiculous. You know the whole Wim Hof, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does he like
1: have like ice baths and that.
0: ice baths and jumping in the sea, cold showers, and breathing exercises and stuff? I think I get it. I, yeah, I understand it completely.
1: Again, like with but, uh, t- with TikTok, I think that it, it's so promote like it promotes he- health and wellness a lot as well. And I think that's probably why a lot of young people are having like early morning sea swims, like romanticising it and stuff, aren't there?
0: Yeah, and uh, filming themselves, like
1: yeah, come looking, along with looking me. really
0: cool in, in the sea. But in in truth, like the the, the run in the sea for about. Three seconds to get a photo and then run out, just to post it on their social media. Yeah, villages. man. Nah, it's uh, it, it is good. I kind of wish I was. I. W- I wish I could wake up that early.
1: Yeah, same. To do that,
0: I don't. I'm not an early riser.
1: I wonder if I would do that if I lived near the sea. Now, I probably would just to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. But I don't leave live anywhere near. So.
0: Yeah. So you you like you're, how long have you lived in London now? Because you're from South Shields.
1: Mm-hmm. I moved for university, so that was when I was eighteen. So about eight years now.
0: Hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah, it feels it feels always feels a bit weird coming back. To be honest. Yeah. I I was tempted to move back, but my life is so embedded in London now that it's just I don't know, like it's just uprooting your life again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I do miss it. And I do miss just, like, the ease, ease of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just...
0: The ease of London?
1: No, the ease of, like, round here, mm. like, the north. Like, I am, like, the thing I struggle with in London is how, you can't really get any proper nature without driving an hour, two uh, hours on uh, a weekend. Right, okay, yeah. And, like, also just, like, the the people as well. Like, there's just loads to miss, but... Mm-hmm. I think you're always going to be looking through rose t- tinted glasses, aren't you?
0: Yeah. I toyed with the idea of going to London for a little bit. Really? It was really close to doing it. Mm. I was looking at houses to rent and stuff. When was this? Well, rooms to rent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good luck getting yeah, a house. Yeah. Uh, when was this? Like back end of 2019? Oh, right. I so just, quite recently. Quite then. recently, yeah. So I was, I was just like, you know what? I've never done the London thing. I'm going to try and try and do it for like six months and then see what goes on you know Mm, yeah um and I just decided not to in the end I just kind of made the choice not to um I'm glad that I didn't do it because then the pandemic hit and yeah uh, lots of stuff going on so couldn't uh couldn't imagine being stuck in London during the pandemic what was it like we sorry to go on about the pandemic I feel like we need to we need to start filtering this conversation down a little bit more yeah, these I, days, don't we?
1: But I feel th- I feel like when you're uh, especially like musicians, I feel like they were probably like their lives have probably been impacted quite a lot. I mean, my mm-hmm. mine was by the pan- pandemic, but um, what was the question?
0: How was it being in, in London in particular? Yeah,
1: it was. Um, it was a funny old time. Uh, part of me was like, "This is fantastic!" Like working from home, mm-hmm. just like I could have done it for longer. And do you know what? I really liked. I mean, doesn't sound r- right saying that, but what I enjoyed about the pandemic was th- just the absolute way there was no pressure to do anything. Like, especially with music, like everyone was just kind of at the same level. Yeah, and you could kind of just do it at your own pace, whereas now it's back to, like, Mm -hmm. full speed ahead, trying to get everything out.
0: Trying to make up what we lost the last two years. Yeah. But you released an album during lockdown, didn't you?
1: Man, I released my album, my debut album, on the 28th of February.
0: Which is basically, like, when it kicked off.
1: And then I had, like, a whole tour planned and everything, and then obviously everything got cancelled, and then... So I never got to tour the album, and then I did, like, an acoustic version of it... Like mm-hmm. a demos kind of version. And that came out later in the year. And yeah. then, yeah, since then. And then I got dropped by my label. And, um... It's just been kind of figuring it out since then, to be honest. Yeah. Um.
0: So have you got... You're going to just do a DIY yourself these, these new, new next few releases, or...?
1: Yeah, I mean, this EP is going to be self-released. I would like to be on another label again at some point. Mm-hmm. Um... But we'll see. You just never know, do you? Like, my um, my boyfriend works in music as well. He was saying that um, ticket sales, like, people just aren't buying tickets to shows at the minute. And it's mm-hmm. like, I haven't got anything booked in live at the minute. And there's actually a relief to that because yeah. I, I don't want the pressure of having to sell the tickets and also, like, paying for rehearsals, paying for your bandmates. Like, yeah. it's so nice to not have to think about that for a bit. Yeah, And... um i don't know like that it all just stresses me out when i start thinking about it do you know what i mean
0: yeah definitely i've learned because i've recently started gigging again where it's my own project Mm -hmm. and jesus christ man like the stress that's involved worrying about ticket sales yeah do i need to put another song or two in the set is the set too short um uh paying your Mm bandmates, um you know it's just really press like, and promo like this recent gig that i did um i had the promoter saying oh we're on x amount of tickets matt um just to let you know and he was like he was like um hopefully we can sell a few more before the gig date and i was like yeah okay all right i'll i'll, I'll go on the radio and i'll mention it on the radio or something or i'll I'll put out a little video or something mm-hmm. like that. Hopefully just... that'll help. T- but you've really got to think of how to shift tickets these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the project is is unheard of pretty much, so very much from like a, a brand new band point of view. But yeah, well, Little Comets did a tour um, supporting the Pigeon Detectives Ooh. a few years back, right? Yeah. And it was the best tour in the world because... Nobody was stressed about tickets. Yeah. Cuz it wasn't our responsibility to to Support do so it. much. Better oh my god, us. it was just so much like <laughs> you were the last ones to turn up the venue, the first ones to leave if, if you wanted to. Yeah. And um yeah, you got paid and you didn't have any stresses whatsoever. Yeah, it's Brilliant. it's so
1: much better, isn't it? Yeah. But I there's just, like, there's so much distress about being a musician and there's so little money in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, the little duckling's in the water now. Is it? It's over here. Well, it's,
0: oh, I can't see him.
1: Yeah, he's gone out of your view now. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's still music and I'm um, still going to do it. And well, uh, yeah, it's I love like music, like You, you, you kind of just have to get on with it, don't
0: you? Like well, I'm not going to not do it. You said before that it's, like, kind of ingrained in you body in a way isn't it yeah yeah. you're always gonna do music exactly it's like it's not
1: a question of if i'm gonna do it it's just kind of how i'm gonna do it
0: Mm -hmm. we'll say i mean i I still still want to play
1: live i'll say that yeah (laughs) it's it's (laughs) stressful what were you gonna say
0: i was just gonna say i was at this like networking event the other day and there was like a couple of like a lot older people yeah like in their 60s there was two blocks in their 60s And they were like still playing music, original music as well. Really? Yeah. As in
1: like, so they were musicians, were they like established musicians
0: or Um, like... He said he was big in the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) One guy, he was like, really big in the 80s. uh, Love that. And really big in Spain. (laughs) And he told us the name of his band and I can't remember.
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah, I was... I was like searching. I remember a couple of the. I'm not going to say it, so just yes. in case he's listening, but there was a couple of words that I do remember. So I was like forever <laughs> trying to remember the combination of the words, but yeah. just couldn't find it on Google. Um, I respect
1: it so much, though. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. never going to stop.
0: Of course, yeah. I think uh, I'll probably be playing music for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, I sh- um, I hope so.
0: To some extent, I just I've I've been playing like guitar since I was like 10. Yeah. So I don't know what like if I lost me fingers I'd be uh, fucking devastated. You yeah. know what I mean? How long have you been playing guitar for?
1: Uh I taught myself when I was like 13 nice. and my my level of uh skill has stayed the same since I was <laughs> 13. <laughs> but you know, i can going to accompany myself.
0: Yeah, but you've 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 got the songwriting down Mm. you know it's you know it's it's gotta be a balance hasn't it you can't be like a fantastic (laughs) musician and write really good songs apparently that's why people get employed as lead guitarist
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh nah yeah I I envy people like you who are prolific in the songwriting sense Uh,
1: I mean you say that I'm really not like I don't feel like I am I don't know like I don't I, my feelings with music are so complicated, like mm-hmm. I really love it and I really love playing music, but I think I think I've just been as you say like disheartened by the whole industry and just everything around it is just sucks the life out of it a little bit yeah, but then you do like amazing shows or like you see an amazing show, I went to see Bonnie there at Wembley Arena on Tuesday, Ooh. which was incredible mm-hmm. but then the day after i went to my cabin i was like oh well nothing's ever gonna sound that good so what's the point
0: that's that's m- one of my biggest <laughs> predicaments that are like that's one of the things that i overthink about yeah so often yeah like i really want to release music and i want to do this i want to tour and stuff and then if i'm lucky enough to eventually tour it i'm never gonna sell out St. James's Park.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm never
0: going to sell out Newcastle <laughs> Arena. You know, you, it's such. It's stupid to think like that. It yeah. really is, because mm-hmm. everything's relative. Uh, and it might happen, you know? Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, it's the human condition. We're just com- constantly comparing ourselves to everybody else.
1: It's absolutely awful, isn't it? Yeah. That's one thing I took away from that songwriting course, actually, is mm-hmm. Robin was talking about how. When you start writing, you have to take the writer out of the room in the sense that you just have to be completely non-judgmental about what you're writing. Because mm-hmm. if you are, if you're writing something and you're like, oh, this, is, this is shit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're never then going to continue that song and then you're never going to get anything done. So mm-hmm. the way that I'm at going about it now is that I'm like, I'll just keep writing and writing and writing and something has got to come out of it, do you know Yeah, what I mean? yeah.
0: So what, what was it like having him as your songwriting tutor?
1: it was it was kind of mad,
0: I saw his like his presentations that he was like putting together, and they were really good.
1: he went, yeah, he went he, really professor on us like he he yeah. really put some work into it, and mm-hmm. you could tell that he was enjoying it as much as us as well, I think
0: yeah, good I
1: think um I think with any of those songwriting courses, as a musician, you never really expect to be writing about your songwriting, I think yeah, you never kind of know yourself that you're a Amazing songwriter. You just kind of write the songs. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least that's what I would imagine. Yeah. So then, ha, then having to do a class on it, you have to really think about what you actually do and how you create your songs. Um, and he gave us homework and everything, and it was just, um, it was just really <gasps> insightful.
0: Woodpecker, where? You get. Uh, he's just flown down onto the the branch there, white and black with a red head. Where? Uh, look down. Uh, Look, we're in Pinebrook. Come down a little bit more. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Get your binoculars <sighs> on him. Get your binoculars on him. He'll oh, seize. my gosh. Yeah, we've got a woodpecker. Oh, I can't get... My... Can you see him? I
1: can't find it. Oh, no. oh, I can't find him in me. <laughs> oh, he's... Oh, wow.
0: Have you seen a woodpecker before? No,
1: I've heard them before, but I've never seen one.
0: <gasps> that's that's, that's
1: a, crazy.
0: That's a great greater spotted woodpecker.
1: He looks like a like motorcycle jacket.
0: A motorcycle jacket?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know the like red, white, and black ones. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: in wow, his leathers.
1: Oh, that's crazy. That's actually amazing. Yeah, man. Alright, let's pack up. I'm done. <laughs>
0: rats and woodpeckers. getting it's been a good day we've seen some really good stuff we saw a tree creep. well I saw a tree creeper coming yeah. straight in but
1: we haven't seen a beaver though which is really upsetting well
0: they're in North America so what beaver oh
1: I meant odd I meant
0: odd <laughs> are beavers in
1: the UK I don't think they are no nah. we um. there's a place that we go camping in Devon and there's uh-huh. a little like river known for having otters in it and we have been every time we've been camping we've never been able to spot one so the fact that you're saying that you've just seen an otter like just chilling here is crazy to me
0: my bad apparently beavers are in the UK
1: (laughs) oh well there you go then
0: Napdale and the Tay and the otters are the only places and the otter are the only places in the UK with wild free ranging beavers
1: the otters
0: the otter I wonder if it's a place mm. I thought beavers were only in North America
1: yeah so did I to be honest
0: yeah. is, that,
1: is that just a seagull over there
0: Um, what just like down by the water there that one in the middle yeah there. that's a um, a black headed gull mm. so it's got a white head it's got a little black dot behind its eye
1: so is a seagull it's official like a seagull is the official name for a seagull or do they have like a special name
0: um well seagulls are like there's loads of it's a it's a um a category of bird oh really so, so you can have different ones yeah like the most common one that people think of when they think of seagull is a herringgull. um I haven't got me book with me Oh, well, there's seabirds over there. You can see one there. Mm. Herring gull, uh, black-headed gull. Um, they're the most common ones here, I think. Right. But yeah, people just say seagull. Cause yeah. That's, it's, it's what they are. Gulls of the sea.
1: I can, I'm still not over that woodpecker.
0: Yeah, it's good when you see a woodpecker. It's yeah. quite rare. But um, I've seen them here quite a lot. That's There's a bird feeder just to the right here where one time I was here, this this woodpecker was coming down, landing on it, getting some stuff and flying over to those trees all the other way, the the way across the the pond Mm. and then about two minutes later would come back, stock up and then he was just (laughs) doing trip after trip across the pond to get food for the, uh, probably had some kids back then. yeah. Them, yeah so how's your experience so far uh bird watching are you i'm are actually you really it? i'm really enjoying it, it you know yeah
1: i feel like the older i'm getting the more i need to be in nature as you say mm-hmm. it's it's really good for your anxiety isn't it and yeah um i think that's the thing that i struggle with in london is because because i feel like you need nature for to live a st- stress-free as much as possible life
0: yeah um, Absolutely.
1: It's quite hard.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons why I chose not to. Yeah. Because I, I knew.
1: It's really difficult not to, be to go down to
0: London. I mean. Yeah. Just. I, I love going bird watching and.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I like the sea. I like to know that the sea's just there.
1: Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. It's probably,
0: there's probably a name for that. But, uh,. Yeah, I don't like being in the middle of the country where there's no coastline around me. I like mm-hmm. to—I don't know if I think it's maybe something to do with me, like my internal um, map GPS yeah. or what have you. I like to know where the coast is at all times.
1: It's funny because I mean I grew up in South Shields, like a 15-minute a walk from the beach. But I didn't really care about the beach when I was little, like when I was younger. I I was like, yeah, it's the beach, because I think yeah. once once you like. When you have something and you're young, you don't really realise how lucky you are. And then mm-hmm. since being in London, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I, yeah, had, yeah. I had it all back then. But Aren't there
0: like waterholes in London that people go to in like summertime go swimming and stuff?
1: Yeah, there's like, um, there's we've got a, a park next to us called Beckenham Place Park. And they've got a little lake that you can mm-hmm. spend a fiver to swim in for an hour.
0: Oh, of course. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for it, of, of course, yeah. Which is really, I mean,
1: <laughs> I'll take what I can get, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so they've got that. And then I think there's, like, Hackney canals and stuff like that uh-huh. you can swim in. But I don't know how much I trust that, but God, we usually just, yeah. like, drive out and go camping for a few days if we need so to do that. Where,
0: where would you go? In London, you, you say to your, your boyfriend, oh, let's go... Um, let's go out somewhere in nature. Where's your kind of go-to place?
1: Let's go out somewhere in nature. Like, if we don't want to drive anywhere.
0: Um, No, I would say drive or both. If you could just, like, jump uh, jump on a train or...
1: I think the closest thing that we've got to us is a place called Nunhead Cemetery. And it's just, like, this really old cemetery, but it's full of, like, forest. And it's just, like, Mm. absolutely beautiful there um but you can only really go there for like an hour's walk like it's not really like a day out day out kind of thing yeah we have got a national trust membership so when we do want to do it a day out we'll um we'll drive like kind of an hour to kind of surrey area or kent Mm and um just like find a place to go for a big walk basically
0: nice how is the car Oh my gosh! <laughs>
1: we had, well, we had to get two out, two tyres replaced yesterday. Two tyres
0: replaced.
1: Yeah, so I mean, t- should I tell the podcast what happened? Go
0: on, let the listeners know what happened. And
1: we were uh, we were driving to uh, South Shields yesterday from um, Surrey, and uh, we were I was like burning it down the motorway on the overtaking lane, and suddenly like the car started wobbling. And Henry was like, pull over, pull over, pull over. So I, had like, I was literally, there was like five lanes because it was going into a um, off, what do you call it, like a junction?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever you call it. Like so a... I, had like, I had to swipe left all the way to the hard shoulder across five lanes. Luckily, um, actually, so the tyre had burst, basically. And um, luckily it was the back left tire so everyone yeah. behind us could see what could had happened see what's so le- going on, yeah. because i if if they couldn't see what was going on just I, 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 I wasn't looking if people were like in my way or not i was just i was just caning it to the left to hopefully get to the hard shoulder without bumping into <laughs> anyone
0: Shit.
1: um so henry replaced the spare tire and then we went to quick fit got two tires and then about 7 hours later we got to south shields god what a day
0: what a day what a day Mm. yeah it's a scary thing like getting a getting a blowout on the motorway
1: yeah i was just glad i was with henry because if that had been i'd been at that cabin on my own for the past couple of days
0: it could have happened then
1: if it had happened then like i genuinely had no idea what i would have done i guess i would have like gone on the hard shoulder and called the aa yeah but who knows like if i would have just carried on driving (laughs) I don't know, I don't, I I dread to think.
0: Yeah, how long have you been driving though? Are you new to driving as well?
1: Passed my test last November, so I've only been driving a year. A year, Mm -hmm. nice.
0: Crikey, yeah, that must be scary, like, having only driven for about a year.
1: Yeah, it is class driving though, I love having my licence.
0: Do you? Yeah. I've noticed you've been going camping quite a bit, is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, so, like, it just gives you that bit of freedom, doesn't it? Yeah. Big Espe- time. Especially, like, driving up home. Um, what would normally be, like, a 80-quid train journey, you can just drive up and it's less less expensive. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, you can... It's door-to-door. It's just great.
0: We've got here f- floating in some more seagulls. I thought they were birds of prey. They're slightly disguised.
1: So what's a bird, bird of prey?
0: That's another category of birds... Um,
1: what would be in that category?
0: Um well common birds of prey that we get in the UK in this in this area in particular are buzzards.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um red kites, kestrels. Yeah, mm-hmm. Birds of prey are birds that are basically like the meat eaters of the bird world. Right. Whereas like you get like ducks and and waders and stuff like that are the ones that will
1: Would you get would a, a bird of f- hmm? would a bird of prey maybe eat a rat?
0: Absolutely, yeah. <gasps>
1: That would be some show if we if that uh, yeah. happened. Yeah,
0: it would have a feast on a rat. Yeah, but um, yeah, a buzzard would get a rat, and a kestrel might. Mm. Um, sparrowhawks, sparrowhawks are um, they're like a garden bird. Well, not a garden bird. Sorry, they, they, their prey is garden birds, sparrows. Mm. I'm trying to find a video that I took the other day. I was driving home and as I was pulling into the house uh, there was a sparrowhawk eating a pigeon right in front of me.
1: Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's pretty
0: grim. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to just sit I'll show you after but um yeah there's um being the being the the bloke in the friend group who likes going bird watching. <laughs> I often get people texting me or sending me pictures or videos of like um
1: Oh, that's of birds cute. and stuff
0: like that but also included in that is um, I think I probably had about three or four mates sending us videos of sparrowhawks hawks like ripping birds to shreds in their garden and oh. being like Matt what's this bird what's this bird oh like, it's terrifying it's like me, me little daughter's like crying watching this what's going on I'm like that's a sparrowhawk hawk and it's eating a sparrow in your garden yeah. oh no horrible
1: Love being the go-to guy for that, though.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I just love ducks. I'm absolutely obsessed ducks with them Ducks are now. cool,
0: man. Right. Like the way they walk. I would love a pet duck.
1: Yeah, me too. My, yeah. Um, my friend, though, told me that she once had a duck. They had got a pet duck and it had never seen another duck before. And every time they took it outside, it would, like, try and attack them. Right. Turns out they had to get rid of it because it was sexually frustrated. Okay, I <laughs> like how crazy though. So maybe you have to have wow. more than one duck if you're going to get Sex a pet. Sex pest duck. of a duck, yeah, man. Wow, because they do all kind. They do always kind of well. Come in that packs. would
0: make sense. Yeah, you you see them in the wild. You always see them with a female. Yeah. So I can, yeah, I can understand.
1: But apparently, you can pet because I was like, I was asking if you can pet a duck because these ducks mm-hmm. kept coming up to me as if they were expecting something. So I was mm-hmm. like. Do people like pet them? Apparently, you can stroke their like breasts, oh. but I just don't trust it. It's too close to the beak. <laughs>
0: yeah. Apparently, um, I don't know how true this is, but a female duck has a um, a false vagina, <laughs> right? Um, and it's some it's some kind of defense mechanism um, for like.
1: Against the males. Against
0: the male, yeah. To, no. Yeah. Um, false Feminism. Vagina. Moving on from <laughs> uh, that weird duck rat. duck
1: segment. <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, I really, I do really like ducks and there is so many different types of ducks as well. We, really? We've only been blessed with mallards right now, which you know, no disrespect, he's a cool <laughs> as fuck, but um, on this pond in particular we do get so many different types of ducks.
1: What's you like classic? You can get like a white duck with a yellow beak, can't you? Is that, or is that just geese?
0: Uh no, you can get they they're like farm ducks.
1: Yeah, so that's what was at the cabin. Mhm. And they were like they were yellow like they just looked like classic ducks, if you know what I mean, yellow with
0: Yeah, like a cartoon white with yellow duck. Yeah, yeah. Mhm.
1: Like Daffy Duck.
0: Uh yeah, like Daffy Duck, he's he's a white duck, isn't he? Yeah. So, I guess we're going to kind of close the podcast slightly now. Anything up and coming that you're you're really excited about in terms of you?
1: I think. I mean, I think I'm just really excited to put this single out. To be honest, like I mm. am. A, I, it might not sound like I'm excited about <laughs> it, but I am. I am really excited to like get back out there and start doing stuff and yeah. feel like a part of the community again. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely that's uh it's been a while for me to to be included in that as well and mm. over the last like 3 4 months been getting back into it as well and it feels like I didn't I, like I've never hated it yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh feel just really excited about doing it so
1: i think that's a nice thing isn't it when you've actually got stuff to do and put out and things like that like you can mm-hmm. feel you can feel excited about it again i think yeah. when you've got nothing going on it's a bit more it's a bit harder but Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's good times. Good times ahead.
0: Nice. Well I'm really excited to uh to hear more of the music and the E P if it is an EP. Yes, sure yeah. It I'll confirm
1: that. confirmed on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, get in.
0: <laughs> get in. Okay, well, again, thanks very much for, for doing this. And uh I hope you've enjoyed the experience, of course. I have, yeah. Are thanks you gonna to do it again? Me.
1: Yeah, I think I would. You know, get
0: in, get yourself a cheap pair of binoculars, yeah. a little a little Collins bird guide. In. Yeah, I absolutely yeah, would. Laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So well, how does it work? Do you get like a membership for the day, or do you get a membership for the year? Or
0: well, this is um, this is a membership because this is a locked bird hide.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but there's a lot of bird hides all over the country which are just free to go in. And yeah, they don't have locks on, so you can just walk in. Um, so it's just a case of. Going, there's a heron. Where? Big bird coming in now. You see it?
1: Yeah. What this one here?
0: Yeah, big lad. I'm glad you got to see a heron because yeah. there's loads here. Usually there's two. You hear? You heard them? Yeah.
1: I'm Sound like pterodactyls, man. <gasps> Look wow. At them. You
0: heard, did you hear that?
1: Yeah. So is that a bird of prey or not?
0: No, it's not. Well, it eats fish, but it doesn't eat like other birds and
1: wow.
0: rats and stuff. But they're so cool, one of my favourite birds. Because they're dinosaurs, man, look at them, they're, they're pterodactyls.
1: Yeah, they're, they're big, they really aren't am. they, compared to the other birds.
0: Yeah, they usually come down here and just sit here. And... Oh, really? Yeah, a oh. lot of the time I'm, I'll just come to this hide and there's one here.
1: It is so nice to do, isn't it? It's like I can imagine mm-hmm. just coming here and sitting here with a cup of tea. and
0: That's it, yeah. Well, that's the message that I kind of want this podcast to to portray is is how nice it is to come out here and how relaxing it feels and calming and meditative.
1: Definitely. Um, I can totally say that.
0: Yeah, because it's definitely helped me over the last few years. And, uh, yeah.
1: You just get into, like, a little bit of a trance, don't you?
0: Definitely, yeah. The sounds as well as a musician, I think, or a creative. I think it's so quite important to come out into nature for sure historically speaking that's what loads of people write about <laughs> i was, in nature and, and I know, being outside and stuff i
1: said to henry the other day though i said isn't it f- like nowadays i will if i'm like walking to a train station or something instead of putting my headphones in i'll just leave them out and listen to nature as a little treat <laughs> And i'm like yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't be like listening to nature yeah. as a treat like that should be the norm rather yeah. than just constantly being overstimulated
0: Yeah, my latest one is uh, using the Calm app. I don't know if you use that.
1: Oh, what instead of a sat nav?
0: No, no, the Calm app, not the the Calm app. (laughs) That was brilliant.
1: I was
0: like, (laughs) I thought you
1: were like talking about like being off the grid and just using the sat nav instead of your Yeah,
0: yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't
1: used the Calm app, but I have used Headspace, which I think is a similar thing. Good,
0: yeah. Well, Calm app for me, if like if I'm in the city, um, I stick the. In order to like just focus on whatever I'm doing, I'll put the car map in and uh
1: what is it listen is it like? to
0: like thunder and lightning or rain or something like that or like a pond sound.
1: Oh I didn't know you could do that. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Thanks again.
1: Thank you. We'll close it's been there. A pleasure. I
0: understand you've got to go to your niece's birthday party now, so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up there.
1: Very important, uh
0: excellent. Thanks very much, Brooke.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure.
0: You're welcome. Ciao, ciao.
1: Bye.
0: There it is, episode 11 with Brooke Bentham. Thanks to Brooke, and also special thanks to you, the listener, for for giving up some time and and checking out the podcast. It really means a lot, and if you could like and subscribe it, that would be even better. Um, Maybe even leave me a little review, um, letting me know what you think and what have you. You can send me an email at um, hideandspeakpodcast at gmail.com if you want to... um, I don't know apply to be a guest or if you have any questions about bird watching and how to get out there and and get it done what binoculars to buy what books to read anything like that um i'll try and share as much knowledge as i possibly can with you um yeah the ep that brooke and i were talking about um is called caring ep she released it just last week i believe um it's out everywhere now go and get it in your lives it's a really really lovely ep um and yeah she's also got that debut album that's kicking around too if you haven't heard that go and check that out it's also amazing um yeah and april 12th that gig in london saint Pancras church and Brooke is playing there's still tickets available get that in your life um i guess i'll be back for episode 12 in about a week's time so yeah ciao ciao